Well, I can remember when we came here when I was nine years old, and my father always went to a lot of meetings. He was a pastor. And we drove up to this school, and I didn't think anything about it. And then we went back to Memphis, where he was a pastor. And not too long after that, he told us we'd be moving to Nashville and going to Belmont University. And our response was that dirty old place that we went to for that meeting. And he said yes. And uh, I didn't appreciate it at that time because he, he had just built a new sanctuary in Memphis, and we were used to everything new and modern. But it didn't take long after being on the campus that uh, we saw the beauty of the old school. And I had a lot of fun growing up here because we got to go to all the basketball games, which were at East High School at that time, baseball games. Uh, it's probably not legal to do it now, but we used to sit on the deer and the statues out in the circle. Oh, no, you can't yeah, do that. You can't do that now, but we got to do that. And just really had free reign on Saturdays. We didn't do it when school was in session, but it was a lot of fun. Um, got to go to musical concerts, theater. Yeah. I never did tell anybody who I was, though. Did it work? Uh, it did until my freshman year at Belmont, and we went to the president's reception. And I'd always just introduce myself as Betty, but when we went through line, my father hugged me, and it kind of like got out. The story's out. <laughs> the story's out, you know. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I can imagine that it was a, a kind of a mixed uh, a, a mixed blessing to, to have him here, but... It Most was. of all, a blessing, right? Yes, yeah, I was very proud of him, and we would nod to each other walking across campus, but we really didn't have conversations till I would go home on holidays. We kept it separate. Your father stepped in as the president of a, a place where basically we were just starting all over because that first exactly. year, how many students were in that first class? I don't know. 50, 59, mm, very I small. think. And... Um, and, you know, we've grown today to we'll have 7,500 this fall. Pretty pretty remarkable recovery. Mm -hmm. And during his time here, those 23 years, that was the hardest part. Right. He was trying to set up firm foundation to be sure there was money in the bank, get the buildings back in shape. Um, it took about five years to do that, and then he started building. Yeah. Nothing he, like what Bob the Builder does, well, but I, he started will, building some new buildings. Yeah, I'll I'll call you on that because when I when I look at the list of what got built during Dr. Gavhart's tenure, the the library, the the library, the gym, gym, um, the new we call it the new dorm, which is Maddox Hall, Massey, Massey Auditorium, mm -hmm. which to this day is still world class, right. uh, uh, and. Uh, was the Gabhart Center completed just at the end of his uh, yes, tenure? Yes, and I guess so. We're hitching wheeler. Hitching wheeler yeah. built. Uh, you had to do it on bare bones, though. The yeah. buildings now are absolutely gorgeous, which you are able to do, but um, they served their purpose, and they did. Well, and they still serve their purpose, mm -hmm. so many of them. One of my favorite stories, if you go through Gabhart Hall today, uh, there were little apartments built into that, right. and each one had its separate restroom and, or bathroom to go with the apartment. And turns out the plumbing in each one of those is different because he went to different uh, plumbing stores That's funny. and I said, never heard this. "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> our, our our maintenance guys go crazy with this because mm -hmm. because they you all wanted have, everything donated. They, they all have separate <laughs> separate brand toilets and That's sinks, funny. and it's just." Uh, uh, each one of them is unique. Mm. And he went out and said, would you give a bathroom to Belmont? And would you? And would you? And, and you know, I, I, I can't tell you how much I, I admire the entrepreneurial spirit that he brought uh, to 
to everything he did because you had to be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and the thing maybe I enjoy, uh, I feel less pressure than I would guess he would. I know it, I know I would have felt tremendous pressure if I'd been in his shoes back in the days where uh, it was it was kind of on the line every every day every every day the mm-hmm. university was uh, it struggled and to get going and certainly toward the end of his tenure uh, it got easier and it was right. a lot more stable but those early days uh, you, you alluded to one where the the bills uh, uh, were such that on the Friday the checks were passed out and right. the and message told not was to cash them yet. but don't cash that check mm-hmm. until Monday or until later uh, and uh, uh, the story I heard about it was someone came and told him you know that was an issue from the accounting department and he said well I'll go make a few calls <laughs> and he did <laughs> you know went out and got some folks to help and one of the things that stunned me when I came to Belmont was how much respect Belmont had across the community mm-hmm. and how much people wanted us to be successful. Right. But um, uh, the the sort of this community welcoming with such open arms, mm-hmm. saying, we're glad you're here. We want, but we believe Nashville needs Belmont. We believe, and, and all that, I believe, is the legacy of, of Dr. Gaffart and Dr. Trout, who came along for, uh, wow, 15 or 18 16 years afterwards, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, Nashville was always known as the Athens of the South. And I think each school, in my opinion, had different personalities, and there was a need for a Belmont. But those th- those days were uh, were days that now have led us into uh, really great, great success. And I, I, the longer I do this job, the more I understand the shoulders that we're standing on and are uh, those that did the really hard work. But one of, one of my favorite stories uh, about him is, is at my inauguration day, we lined up in front of the mansion, and as you know, the, as you look down toward the bell tower, it's just a spectacular, beautiful right. scene through this, this old campus, the old part of the campus, and all, this was in October, the leaves were beautiful, the sky was perfect. And we're all lined up waiting to go. And he and I are the last two side by side. And we're going to walk all the way down to the amphitheater. And the bells chime 10 o'clock and we start moving. And he puts his arm around me. Hmm. He says, well, young man, today's a very special day for you. And he said, but you need to understand it's it's not for you. It's for Belmont University. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, but I will tell you this. Um you're going to find this going to be an incredible experience. There's going to be so many days that you're just going to feel like you're sitting on top of the world and, you, and you've got the best job in the world and it's such a blessing. And he said, but there's going to be some other days where you're going to feel like you're all alone, that there's nobody who understands what's going on or what you're doing or how hard this is. He said, but I don't want you ever to feel alone because God is always with you and I'm always going to be on your side and I'll be with you.